Welcome to Reframe Your Life. I'm Joanne Gibson. And I'm Sandy Reynolds. Together, we bring you our podcast for women who want to live and lead their lives thoughtfully and with intention. On our episodes, we explore diverse topics relevant to all areas of our lives. Hi, Life Reframers. This is our last episode of 2017. So we're going to talk about celebrating the end of 2017 in this episode. And it's really important to celebrate, to take stock of where you are, to make decisions about where you want to go, but really mainly to acknowledge the good things that have happened and the learning that's happened along the way. And also throw in a bit of fun, right, Sandy? Oh, I think that sounds like a good plan. (laughs) (laughs) Sandy, when I say the word celebrate, like what comes to mind for you? Champagne and fireworks. <laughs> <laughs> Just any celebrate or is that more like a New Year's celebrate? You know, I guess I think of that because if you were to like do a search image, in, yes! you would, that's what would come up, right? Would be like champagne and then fireworks. That's sort of the two big things that, that we see around celebrating. I started reframing champagne for any time, not just celebrations. So, (laughs) well, there you go. I rarely have champagne. Rarely. Oh my gosh. Okay. I should, I should say champagne slash sparkling wine. Love it. You're only supposed to call champagne that comes from champagne, champagne. Does that make sense? Yeah. So any other sparkling wine, bubbly, prosecco, et cetera, shouldn't be called supposedly champagne. But yes, so I, I have sparkling wine lots, but then I'll also have, uh, champagne from, from France. Not really expensive stuff all the time, but anyway, I know we're digressing, but I, <laughs> I actually it. remember, I actually remember <laughs> taking it to someone's house. I'm like, why does this only have to be for celebrations? Like, I want to drink it. I like it. <laughs> all right. I'm going to get some champagne. <laughs> For this Good. week, just because. Actually, you know what I am celebrating? I just finished a 30-day blogging challenge. You did? I think I should have some sparkling bubbly something to there you go. To mark that because that was a really big thing. Like it, it, it was a big commitment to do that. It might not sound like a lot. Blogging every day, I wrote more in a month than I have in the previous year. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, totally. And just to be creative, to think about what to write about. Because it's it's got to be kind of something that your list, uh, your readers are going to be interested in, right? So, exactly. Um, no, and and I'm celebrating this month. It's my birthday month. Right. I'm declaring it birthday month. It's it's uh, okay. We'll tell everyone it's the first day of December. This podcast recording is coming out in a in a few weeks' time. Uh, probably my birthday week. Let's yeah. just say it is. No. <laughs> We're just going to call it celebrating 2017 and Joanne's birthday month. That's what we'll call this episode. <laughs> so I will definitely be drinking the champagne. So celebration is about being happy, right? It's happy times. It's having fun. And, of course, we all define fun in different ways. One thing that Sandy and I both believe and feel is important for us in celebration is reflection. We we believe people should be reflecting ongoing, of course. Uh, the end of the year is a really good time to celebrate the year and but also take that time to reflect. And so we're going to talk a lot about reflection in this episode 
as a tool for celebration. And then we'll talk about other ways to celebrate too. I love it. I think what we're doing is trying to reframe celebrating a little bit here by putting in the reflection piece. And I think spending time reflecting allows you to really see all of the growth in your life and all of the things that you've done in the past year. And that helps you to have a great reason to celebrate, like not just an abstract reason it's the end of the year, but just a recognition of what you've done and what's happened in the past year. Yeah, because especially if we go to our goals, so say if some of our listeners are um, great goal setters, and we know we don't always achieve our goals, right, or we may have to tweak our goals as we go along. And I think often we can focus on what we didn't get done and what we didn't do, Whereas actually going through a bit of a guided reflection process um, really encourages us to think about some positives, think about our new learning, our actions, our strengths. You know, reflective practice has huge benefits. It helps us develop an understanding of ourselves and others, that creative thinking skills, as you said, you know, it, it, and it's good to take part in reflection, not just in your personal lives, but also for work and celebrate Mm -hmm. what was achieved, what you learned, not just what you achieved, but what you learned. Celebrate your relationships. Celebrate your strengths. So that's what we're going to launch in to talk about. It's great. And, you know, there's lots of research to back this up. I was preparing for the episode and I started looking online and there are many academic topics that are academic papers on the topic that really address how important reflection is in learning and in self-development. And without reflection, you actually aren't really learning from your life experiences. So it's huge what we're talking about. And it's something that we do and we've learned to do in, in our training. And we really want to encourage our listeners to understand the value of reflection in their life. So we have a gift for our listeners, don't we, Sandy? We do. So go to reframeyourlife.ca onto our podcast episode. This will be episode 68, and you will find the link there to our free gift, which is all about this guided practice, reflective practice that we're talking about. So we're going to go through some questions now. But if you're really keen, and what I love to do, Sandy, is I love to get some reflection questions, put some music on, sit down with a glass of, well, let's say champagne (laughs) (laughs) or wine or whatever it is. Or, you know, if you don't drink, that's okay too. You know, just be comfortable. Sit down with the eggnog. I don't really like eggnog, I have to say, but whatever. (laughs) I don't either. Um, Whatever is your little treat, you know, whether it be some nuts and crackers or some chocolate, dark chocolate, and um, just take some time. Take some time for yourself. And maybe you have a, a partner or a family in, in your life who you can do it with as well. And it would be very interesting to hear the other person's answers to the questions because we we may be – cohabiting and and living in relationship with someone else, but we have our own different experiences of what we feel were successful and achievements and strengths and growth. So that would be kind of fun too. 
great. And I'd suggest listen to this episode, maybe even pause now and go to our website and print it off and listen to the episode and then do the reflection altogether. I think that would be a great way to do it. Yeah. Awesome. As we step into the last few weeks, we're going to help you assess your reality for the year that was 2017. And when you're doing reflection, Sandy, it's important not to just do it all at once, right? Right. Yeah, I like to, I do a year-end reflection and I just print it off and then I just kind of go back to it over a period of a week, really. I just will keep revisiting it a little bit, so. Okay, so I, I guess one of the first questions is what went well in your life this year? So, I don't know, Sandy, what, what went well for you? I was going to say one of the things that I do is because I journal, I don't journal every day, but I journal fairly regularly. When I go through my reflection, I will read through my journal for the past year and I will also have my calendar open and I'll look at what happened because I don't know about you, but sometimes so much seems to happen in a year that you forget some of the things that happen. So I think this year, what really went well for me was I chose the word open as my word for the year. And a lot of things happened that were a result of having that word. So I think it it was really good for me to hold this posture of being open. And I think the other thing that happened was I actually traveled more than I usually travel this year. And that was unexpected. I you know, I went to New York, I went to Cuba, I went to Ireland, I went to, you know, England, I went to um, somewhere else, the Netherlands, and, you know, up north. And I, I feel like it was a busy year in terms of having opportunities to get away a bit more than usual. So I think that went really well for me, just having a different kind of rhythm in my year than than I normally have. Yeah, because often you don't like to go away, do you? No, I wouldn't plan that many. I I wouldn't plan like to go away three or four times in a year like I did. I would probably usually plan one trip a year. So I think it, it went well. They were all very good trips. All the trips were unique and I really enjoyed them. So Mm. that went well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's cool. I'm going to ask you, because this is one of your goals that you talked about last year for the year, was how did you grow spiritually this year? And it's actually going to remain as one of my goals next year as well, with a little bit more intention. Started meditation this year. I downloaded the Headspace app, and we spoke about that a, a number of episodes ago. And I think how I've grown spiritually is, I'm starting to learn what the word may mean. And I'm not there yet, Sandy, so I'm not going to kind of delve into that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I know you're going to do an episode next year around spirituality mm-hmm. or faith, if you like. That's not connected, is it? I could be. We'll figure it out as we get there what exactly it will look like. It, I think there's an overlap with them, and I think it just depends on how you approach it. And we'll, I think it's going to be a really good episode. We haven't talked about that really in depth, so I'm looking forward to that. And I, I know that is something that you've grown in and, and you've been intentional about, and I'm happy to hear that you're going to continue on it. I want to learn what spirituality is to me, I guess. So part of how I learn is explore what it is to other people. Mm-hmm. and then see what resonates with me. So meditation and 
I have picked up, I'm very, very, very happy to say, I have picked up my yoga again. And I love that. And, and it may or may not be a spiritual practice to everyone. And I don't know if, I don't think there's a right or wrong around this. No. But for me, it just helps calm me and it like nourishes my body. And I think that's the essence of spirituality. You know, it, it nourishes my body. So, so yeah, that's how I've got. Yeah. Thanks for that question. That's awesome. Yes. Because it is one of the areas where I kind of shy away from. And you've grown in it. I know that. So good for you. Thank you. Sandy, I love this question. Who do you need to thank for this past year? Okay, Sandy, I'm going to ask you a question and you may not have an answer, but I really want the listeners to hear the question. Who do you need to thank for this past year? I just love that question. I do too. And I want to say you, but that seems too easy because I think people would just expect me to say you because they know that we have a really good relationship and are working on this podcast and that I'm very grateful. So I'm not going to say you. I'm going to say someone. I'm not going to mention hmm. his name, if that's okay. No, but there's someone in my life who has really been a bit of a pain in the ass. And... <laughs> at the same time has pushed me to get clearer on some things in my life because they have made some things difficult. And so in a weird way, I think I feel very grateful to that person for insisting that I have better answers to some of the things that I do and some of the things I say. And I think that's awesome. And I really wanted to get the question out. Because often we don't think about it, especially when we're going through a reflective process. And thank you is so important. And thank you can be done simply by the words or a note or taking someone out to dinner. I mean, it can be anything that, that you make it. Another question is who has had the biggest impact on your life or who needs to be acknowledged? And there may be more than one person. It really, it really depends what's happened. Did I tell you about this friend of mine who has a very, I think, a very beautiful and meaningful way of thanking people in her life? So at the end of the year, she does these awards and she identifies like three or four people who have had an impact in her life. And she actually writes them a letter and gives them an award. So... I was a recipient once one year of an award from her and she called it the Mr. Darcy award <laughs> from, um, I can't remember from uh, Bridget Jones diary. And it was because I loved her just the way she was and that I was very accepting and it had been a difficult year for her and she wanted to acknowledge it. And I still have my little award from her, and it was a really beautiful thing that she did. And I like that practice. I think it's fun, I think it's celebratory, and it's so special to be a recipient of an award. Yeah, I really like that idea. I think it's, yeah, I don't do that, and often we're rushed, right? But she has to really think deeply about why she's giving each person the award and, and what they, what they did and the connection she has. And I think that's part of celebration too, appreciating the relationships you have in your life. 
I might just get you some big god awful tacky trophy, Joanne, and call you like the <laughs> co host of the year award. <laughs> it, it's so funny. So the only other trophy I've ever received in my life was in grade one when my school, St. Mary's, turned a hundred years old. So they go gave a trophy to the youngest person, and in Australia the school year ends in December because obviously we then go into summer. So our summer break is December, January, and my birthday's in December. So I got the trophy for being the youngest person in the school, <laughs> and the oldest person in the school got a trophy too. And that's the tro- only trophy I've ever oh, received. Oh, you need a trophy. <laughs> you need a trophy. If anyone's listening and you make trophies or have an in on trophies, send me an email. I want to get you a trophy. <laughs> So, Joanne, one final question for you is what new thing did you discover about yourself this past year? Ashley's going through his master's and I'm a very social person. So for me, I really have been trying to work hard this past nearly a year because he started in January on ensuring I can balance being a supportive wife while he does his master's but also getting my needs met of being able to socialize and connect with friends. Really enjoying the process and I'm learning to let go of a few things that aren't in my power and control. Um, And I'm learning to step up to the plate when I need to around the house. Uh, And I guess I've rediscovered my joy for cooking been together a long time and Ashley's the cook in our house and so I just I mean it's not that I can never never ever ever cook but I just couldn't be bothered you know and he would always enjoy it so I would just sit back and go yeah but I've rediscovered my joy for going through recipes and creating new things and the joy of him loving it and 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 helping him and just really being supportive so I like that a lot Yeah, the kind of dynamics have changed a little in the relationship, if you like. Yeah. Well, they always do, right? Never. I I think whenever one person (laughs) changes in a relationship, it changes. But I love how you're embracing that and seeing and just reframing it and learning how to embrace it and go into this with him as a partnership. I think that's a really healthy thing for both of you. So we also have our balance wheel, Sandy, that we should talk about. That's a really good tool for reflection and to get people to check where they are right now because we're looking at reflecting on and celebrating 2017. And, of course, the next phase would be where do do they want to be. But, yeah. Exactly. I actually have a printout of it right in front of me because I'm. we're going to include it in our handout that people can get when they – as our gift to them for their reflection – and I also want to go through it myself. So we really did a great job on this, I just want to say, in identifying so many areas of our life. And I love the idea. I think originally when we created it, we thought that it would be a way, well, a way for people to look at different areas in their life where they may need balance or they might want to focus and grow on. But I do think it's a great tool for reflecting on the past year and, and kind of evaluating how are you feeling about your physical environment at the end of the year how are you feeling about your primary relationships or your social relationships or your income or so i i think it's 
a really good tool, especially for people who don't find it easy to go into these questions that are so big and maybe feel so abstract. It's breaking it down into these concrete specific areas and, and evaluating or reflecting on them. And you could even take the question like what went well and go around the balance wheel. Like what went well in each of these areas? Yeah, you love know? that. Or what new thing did you discover in each of these areas? Or how did you grow in each of these areas? I think it's a really good way to approach doing a year end. And it wasn't something that initially we planned. But I, as we talked about this episode, I I think you you actually put it in here and I printed it off and I thought, <laughs> yeah, this is a great tool for reflecting on the year. As with anything like this, it's self-awareness. And maybe you mark finances low or spirituality low and that's okay. There's no judgment. If, if you're happy with that, that's fine. Like for me, physical is always high, way, 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 way high. Actually, having said that, Sandy, I remember doing that balance wheel episode and, and my physical was way too high and I wanted a bit more balance with the spiritual and the physical. And these last few months, I have actually decreased some of my physical. And how I've done that is I've altered the mindset of why am I doing this? What am I trying to achieve? You know, so I've just been, I guess, more kinder to my body is how I would frame it. Mm -hmm. And with that brought some of my physical workouts down, if you like, and some of the spiritual up. I love it. Or even Mm. you've combined them. Yes. You know, I think yoga is a great combination of both. It's sort of a gentle physical, but also a, a way to be reflective and, and, spiritual in your life yeah so celebrating 2017 with with a reflective practice we think is super important because then it helps you again be intentional these last few questions i'm going to offer we're not going to answer them but they will be on our guide and you can choose i mean i've written what three to four things will you stop doing in 2018 What three to four things will you start doing in 2018? And what three to four things will you continue doing in 2018? Three to four is arbitrary. You want one or two or five or six, you go for it. Because what this then does is transition us into celebrating the start of 2018. And as you know, if you've listened to us before, we're not just about celebrating endings. We think it's important to celebrate beginnings as well. I love this. Tomorrow is the first blank page of a 365 book. Write a good one. I like that too. I think it's, um, I think that's what's exciting about New Year's. It just feels like it's a fresh start, right? It's a new, it's a new book. It's a new chapter. So I'm a little bit challenged this year because one of the things that I like to do is spend New Year's Day reflecting and having a really quiet day, I I put everything away from Christmas before New Year's Eve. I'd like to have the house just cleaned up and kind of symbolic of a new year. And that's just one task. All the decorations are gone. And then, you know, we have New Year's Eve, whatever our plans are. And then New Year's Day, I like to just chill and relax and have this day of kind of reflecting and 
and reading and just sort of preparing myself for what's ahead. And I'm actually going to be on a plane first thing in the morning on New Year's Day. So it feels a little bit like how am I going to accommodate that is just a, a bit of a break from what I traditionally do. And it's a weird thing for me to think that I won't have the first day of the year to just be at home in my clean, tidy space thinking about the new year. So how's that for anal? I remember one time we left Australia and we left at like 11 p.m. New Year's Eve or 10 p.m. New Year's Eve or something. So we were all screwed up. We didn't know. Did we miss it? Did we have it? Like, or did you have it twice? Yeah, did we have it twice? <laughs> or not at all? I don't know. And I'm not a big – I – I'm not a big New Year's Eve party person, which sounds, I don't know, maybe it sounds unusual for me, but I'm quite happy to sit at home, cozy up to a movie or something. If someone has a party, sure, I'll go, but I'm not been one to organise a big New Year's Eve party or anything like that. Oh, God, Sandy, we sound a bit anal. (laughs) I know. I know, we do. We need to, we sound very dull. I, I know you're going to want to edit this out, but I think you should just leave this in and let people know that we are actually pretty boring people. <laughs> no, not really. I'm on a plane. I'm complaining yeah. about being on a plane. I'm going to Cambodia for two weeks and I'm, all I can think about is that I don't get to be at home in my clean house. So that's kind of crazy. I'm going to need to reframe this with you after this episode's recorded. So it's uh, funny. Thinking about celebrating the new year then, and this is a good time to start realigning. Part of our model is is reflection and then realignment. So you've reflected on 2017 and now you can celebrate the start of 2018. So a few questions to consider, and I love this one. What relationships do you want to enhance in 2018? How intentional are we? about focusing on certain relationships in our life. And sometimes we are and sometimes we aren't. And sometimes we are on the immediate relationships. Is there anyone else in your sphere that you need to focus on and be intentional about for 2018? Mm -hmm. I think along with that relationship uh, question is also, are there relationships that you need to cultivate in your life? Are there, you know, do you need to work the mentor or coach, or is there a, a person that's missing in your life? Maybe a good friend or something that you feel like, I wish I had a person I could explore this area in my life with. So maybe there's also a, a side question there around relationships. Yeah. And then routines. All of them. Rut- <laughs> yeah. I was on LinkedIn the, the other day and Richard Branson wrote a blog post about his routines. And it was funny. I was reading it. I'm like, yeah, well, if we could only live in the British Virgin Islands, right? Like, (laughs) I would be so much more routine. (laughs) However, he understands the importance. What he said was his morning routine sets him up, sets him up for the day. This is where when you're celebrating 2018, you can be intentional. What do I want my morning and evening and or evening routines to be? And I was facilitating a course yesterday, Sandy, and I always ask that question, what are you going to stop, start, and continue uh, as a result of attending this training? And one person put her hand up, and she was awesome. She said, I'm going to continue 
starting with me at the beginning of every day. And she said her grandma, so she was probably in her 30s or 40s, she said her grandma taught her that when she was young. She said the most important thing you can do in life, especially as you get older and if you have children, is always start with you at the beginning of every day. So what routines help you start with you at the beginning of every day? For me, the routine that's most important is to start my day is the night before. And it's getting a good night's sleep and getting to bed on time. And I become much more aware of how having that sleep impacts my morning. So if I'm not in bed by a certain time, I'm not going to get up at six. And if I don't get up at six, I don't walk. I don't have time to journal. I don't have time to reflect. So it kind of all backs up on me. So I just like to really try to protect getting to bed as much as possible at a decent time. And one area you've grown physically is understanding what impacts your sleep, right? Right. Which has been a process for you. Yeah. And although we joke a lot about wine, I'm very careful now about having, um, well, definitely not more than two glasses of wine in the evening because I, I don't sleep well. And more often than not, I, I don't have anything after a certain time at like seven o'clock. I try not to have anything after that because that impacts my sleep. So. Yeah. Yeah. And then, of course, reflecting on the balance wheel again, going back to that balance wheel and going, okay, this is where I feel 2017 was. What shifts do I want to make in 2018 in any of these sections? Mm-hmm. So the balance wheel could be used twice during this celebration process. I have a little goal in mind for the beginning of the year for the first quarter. And this friend of mine got an iWatch. And I don't know if you know that I had bought one at one point and then felt kind of guilty about it and returned it. But I still really kind of want one. So I promised myself if I hit this target in Q1 that I am going to splurge on a watch. Yeah. And that's part of celebrating 2018 is identifying some of your goals, right? What you want to achieve. And if you're having trouble with that, go to Sandy's website. She's got a course online and you can develop some goals. And of course, in our downloadable sheet, we're going to have some questions to help you generate some goals too. I think that's really important to add celebration throughout the year. Some little milestones. And you know what? I haven't done that. So I'm going to do that too after this episode for sure. I actually haven't looked at planning my year yet. I'm, I'm actually celebrating the end of the year with a bit of a trip and I know uh, a bit of that time I'm going to be on my own. So I'm going to do some reflection on the year. And then between Christmas and New Year, I'm going to do my planning for the next year and I'm going to celebrate the beginning of a new year and with some goals and things. So I will let you know how I'm going to celebrate some of my milestones. It's really important to reward hard work and accomplishments, right? I agree. And just, you know, we we can just keep going and going and going throughout the year and, and always be sort of looking at where we want to be and, you know, where we fall short, like you said earlier, and, and where the gaps are. And celebrating is a way to just acknowledge that we have been working and that we have been accomplishing things in our lives, no matter how big or small they are, I think it's really important. 
And Sandy, I want to say, I mean, I said hard work and accomplishment, but I want to make sure our listeners understand hard work and accomplishment doesn't mean go, 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 go. Hard work and accomplishment could mean mindset, which is hard work. Right. <laughs> right. So I, again, just thinking about my, like my whole mindset shift around the exercise and the type of exercise I do. So on the one hand, I'm actually doing less and it's, and it's a little bit different. But that has been hard. It's not easy. You working out how you sleep best hasn't been an easy journey. So I just want to wanted to put that caveat. We didn't, you know, hard work and accomplishment isn't like just outputs. I'm doing this. I'm doing this. I'm doing this. I'm doing this. It's work on yourself and your own behaviors and your own mindset is is very difficult. So that's kind of what I meant too. Oh, I appreciate um, you saying that because I been talking to my mom recently and you know my dad has dementia and it's really he's been diagnosed the last two years and my mom's his primary caregiver and I think a lot of times she feels like she's not really accomplishing anything because so much of her day goes into uh, taking care of him but for her the hard work has really been accepting her new reality and that's taken a lot of depth for her to do that. And I know that there are other listeners who are struggling with areas in their life, like sickness or dealing with, you know, divorce or um, problems with their kids and their, their hard work and their accomplishment mm -hmm. is getting through that with some self-care and with, and feeling okay and accepting where they are in their life right now. So thinking about celebrating the end of 2017 and the beginning of 2018, we're kind of merging them both into two now that we've spoken about them. Be intentional. Who do you need, who do you need to celebrate with and how do you want to celebrate? So I'm really curious, Sandy, if you're going to get up early in the morning and jump on a plane. Like, are you going to be swinging from the chandeliers until you jump on the plane? Well, on, I'm thinking on about it. Well, there's a 12-hour time difference, so part of me thinks maybe I should just stay up all night and then just sleep on the plane. If that would work, that'd be great. Um, <laughs> um, I, Yeah, I'm going to have a very tame New Year's Eve for sure, but I have, um, you know, I'll celebrate a little bit on the plane because I'm going with a friend and we usually manage to have some good fun together, so I'm sure there will be some celebration on the plane of the year and some maybe the reflection will be done with her maybe we'll nice. pass the time by just re reviewing our past year together do some rituals any rituals you do at the end of the year sandy well one of the things i love doing and it usually happens the last week of the year is watching a lot of tv programs that do year-end reviews and looking at magazines that look at those things so i always buy brian Times person of the year and put it in his stocking at Christmas. And that issue tends to look at some of the highlights of the past year in terms of newsmakers. And this year I, yeah, I used to watch the Barbara Walters, you know, top 10 people of the year. There's always those programs on and that's kind of a bit of a ritual for me. And, and it's kind of a fun, no brainer, easy way to reflect on the year in terms of pop culture. And I just thought of something else I do every day, and I, I've even put it in the calendar. I do it the last day of the year as I go and walk a labyrinth. 
So there's right. one not far from me. I don't know why I wasn't thinking of this earlier, but I walk in and I think about all the things that I want to let go of from the previous year. And then I walk out of the labyrinth thinking about all the things I want to invite into my life in the coming year. So that's a ritual that I do almost every New Year's Eve, unless it's snowing and I can't even see the ground, then I, I do it on another day close to New Year's Eve. But I think it's a great ritual and I really enjoy it. We invite you to take some time and really celebrate the end of 2017 and the beginning of 2018 with some intention. Go to our website, download our little workbook that we've got for you, and have some fun with it. Do whatever you need to do to make it fun. Do it with friends, do it on your own, whatever that looks like. So I think, Sandy, just on behalf of you and I, we want to really thank our listeners, don't we? Mm -hmm. Definitely. That's been a highlight of 2017 and a reason to celebrate. And we love hearing from you. So send us a note and let us know how you're going to celebrate the end of one year and the beginning of another. So I'm just going to leave us with a quote. This quote is by T.S. Eliot of the Four Quartets. For last year's words, belong to last year's language and next year's words await another voice and to make an end is to make a beginning. Hi Life Reframers, did you enjoy our episode today? If so, please leave a review on iTunes or Google Play. Also check us out on all our social media avenues via reframeyourlife.ca.